Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show, we're on the tail end of districts in the state of Kansas. We'll run down all the scores and schedules there. Plus, we'll preview the big game between Riverside and Mar Hill. And we have a chat with MSC Sports Director Johnny Kane about all the games in the Kansas area and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. Welcome, everybody, to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Groots. This is a segment four of our Week 9 pregame show. It is the last week of the regular season in Missouri and in the state of Kansas. Let's not waste any time. Let's run down some scores in Northeast Kansas. And a short game um, found hours before kickoff. ACCHS falls short to Mid-Buchanan. 63-7 was the final there. Atchison falls short to Pittsburgh. 22-9 was the final there. Mar Hill over St. Mary's, 37-14. Nemaha Central over Riverside, 48-8. Sabetha over Donovan Trumbull in Nebraska. That, that score was 41-18. Jeff County North all over Troy, 52-3. Hiawatha over Royal Valley, 28-14. And then Wabonsi over Horton, 59-8 was the final there. Let's go down and run down the schedule. We got five games involving area Northeast Kansas squads. Actually, six games here. We got Riverside and Mar Hill. That's going to be the big game in Northeast Kansas this week. We had an opportunity to not only speak with head coach Brandon Wilkes of Mar Hill, but with Riverside coach Bryce Payton, which we'll go to that interview here after a quick break from our sponsor. And we're here on the Kansas portion of the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. We're here with Riverside coach Bryce Payton back with us. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, we got football. Um, it's uh, last week of the regular season. We're heading towards district play. So, um, Coach, um, a rough one on the scoreboard last week for your team. Um, 48-8, to a loss to Nemaha Central. Just um, walk us through the ball game. Um, you know, they are a very, very good team, first off. Uh, and uh, they, they put you in situations where uh, you are one-dimensional. And I think that's exactly what they did. Uh, we knew we were going to have to run the ball uh, to keep the clock going and to move the chains. Um, and, you know, early on in the first, in the first couple drives and early on in downs, we didn't stay on pace on the chains and uh, got into some third and longs. And, you know, it makes it really difficult to complete passes, however good you are, uh, throwing and catching so uh it just put us in a bind early on and they they kind of came out and punched us right in the mouth uh we played pretty well defensively in the first drive uh held to a couple third downs and one fourth down and uh, we had a fumble where we had two guys right there and it just didn't bounce our way and uh that's kind of the the story from that night and um you know we're just looking forward to kind of erasing that one and moving forward to this week well, absolutely. You have a huge opportunity to move forward. Another big challenge on your guys' schedule. Um, got a matchup at Mar Hill this week. Um, team that's looked really, really good so far this season. Um, talk about the scouting report on the um, on the Ravens and uh, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? You know, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, we had, I would argue to say it would probably be the best game being a uh, fan last year between the two of us and uh, you know we just came out on top in a late play uh, late touchdown I think with about eight seconds or so um, I just think it's we're two completely different teams um, but I think I think we're both going to be ready to 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 put up um, 
a good fight between each other again. So, um, but looking at their scouting stuff, we know who they've got and, uh, you know, they, they've had a coddle at quarterback forever, seems like, and, uh, he's, he's, uh, a different than his brother, but also effective in other ways. Um, and you know, the Schwinn, Andrew, I think he's, he's top five or would be top five in rushing yards if they didn't miss a game. And, you know, he's, he's a very, very good running back and they got some beef up front and always a couple athletes outside. So it's going to be a tough matchup for us, for sure. Uh, we're just hoping to kind of limit possessions and uh, play our game. Well, coach, I should, I think it will be a tremendous ball game this week. Uh, one of the big games in the, in Northeast Kansas this week, um, coach Payton, I want to thank you so much for, um, Take your time once again to come on the podcast once again, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. Thank you again. I appreciate it, Clifton. That was Riverside Cyclone head coach Bryce Payton with us. I told you we had the opportunity to also speak with Mar Hill head coach Brandon Wilkes. We talked about them getting back on the field, and we talked about this game against Riverside. Here's our interview with Coach Brandon Wilkes right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, Week 9 pregame show, Week 9 in Missouri, Week 8 in Kansas. We got Mar Hill head coach Brandon Wilkes with us. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good, Cliff. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, coach, um, very, very happy to um, see you guys back on the field last week after a, um, a one-week absence. Um, talk about that whole process, um, just the, the week out and then – being able to get approved and everything to play this game on Friday against St. Mary's. Yeah, we were um, pretty far into our prep for our NEMA Hall game. And, uh, you know, we just we got the news from the county health department that they were shutting down all operations at our school. And uh, at the time, you know, it was indefinitely for two weeks. And, um, and we, we miss, missed the NEMA Hall game. And then, uh, you know, the, the week after that, there was some discussion that since we've had no positive tests on our team that we would um, possibly be able to get back out sooner than later and found out Wednesday that we were going to play, practiced Wednesday, practiced Thursday, and credit to our guys, they went out and found a way to get a win. So, um, you know, needless to say, it was, uh, you know, there's jubilee with us being able to play again. The guys were super excited and, uh, you know, um, we're excited now to have a full week to get ready for a good opponent. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this game here, real quick. Um, Thirty-seven to fourteen. It was a victory for you guys over St. Mary's. Um, like you said, it was a great way. Definitely uh, a short week of preparation. You guys were able to come out and get a win. Just uh, walk us through the game. It was a good game. I mean, we came out uh, had the longest drive we had all year, which was encouraging. We had a fourteen-play drive where we just kind of moved it down. I mean, we've been a, kind of a big play team most of the year, and it was nice to see our guys grind out that, and then. Our defense, too, was put in some tough situations. We had a, a special teams mistake where we gave them the ball inside their own 20, and our defense got a stand. Um, you know, we uh, had a great drive at the end of the game um, where we used uh, some tempo and, and got a, a late score. Um, and, you know, it was, there was good stuff. I mean, Saint, credit to St. Mary's. Their guys played tough, and they had a good game plan. And, you know, we had to play all four quarters. But uh, our guys uh, guys did a lot of good things. Absolutely, Coach. You guys have an opportunity, really, to uh, close out the season on a very, very high note. Another district game against Riverside, um, definitely before heading into the playoffs. Um, talk about what you've seen as far as scouting from the Cyclones, and uh, what can we expect from this game on Friday? 
Yeah, Riverside's a good team. They got a, a good quarterback. They got some good athletes. They came in uh, our place and kind of caught us off guard and beat us last year at a one-point one game, one of the crazier games I've ever been a part of. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they're the type of team that they can, they can score at any time, and, and they have some good, uh, some good guys on D. So we know it's going to be a tough game. We know it's one of those ones that from last year we want to avenge, and uh, um, we just know – we're going to have to be ready at all positions there. They're spread the field out just like we do and just create a lot of one-on-one matchups and we got to win those one-on-one matchups. Should be a great ball game. Coach, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate, you know, last couple of weeks uh, really uh, giving me your time um, every single week. I truly do appreciate that. And um, thank you so much for that. And uh, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. All right. Thanks, Cliff. And thanks for what you do for uh, Missouri and Kansas football. Thank you, Coach Wilkes of Mar Hill Mount Academy for joining us on the show. Riverside and Mar Hill, one of the big games this week. Other games on the schedule include Leavenworth visiting Atchison, Troy visiting Horton, St. Mary's at ACCHS, and Sabetha at Hiawatha. And then an eight-man game, we got Burling game traveling to Donovan West. Um, Mustangs returning off a two-week quarantine, so they'll definitely be excited to get back on the field. Now, the very last segment that we have for you, we're, we always hear from MSC Sports Director Johnny Kane. We didn't get a chance to hear from him last week, but he's back this week talking about all things Northeast Kansas. Here's our interview with Johnny Kane right now. And we're here on the Clip Notes podcast, week week nine pregame show, week nine in Missouri, week eight in Kansas. We got our guy uh, from MSCSports.net, Johnny Kane, with us. Johnny, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure to have you on. You're you're my Kansas guy. Always always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Johnny, um, anything that stuck out to you from week seven of Kansas football? Not really, honestly. I mean, it was a pretty chalk week for the most part. I know we've said that here the last couple of weeks, but that's kind of how it's looked, in my opinion, at least. I mean, you know, you look at how things shape up now. We kind of pretty much have the playoff picture for the most part uh, it, it pretty much shaped out for us. So, I mean, there wasn't really a ton of surprises. Holton had a really good win over Rock Creek. Probably the biggest game was Perry LeCompton Hayden. Hayden won 10 nothing. He scored all those points there in – the final minute 30 of that one Valley Heights only had 11 guys and beat Jackson Heights 56 15. And so, you know, I mean, there wasn't a ton of games like that. Um, other than that, I mean, it was a pretty chalk week for the most part. Uh, well, Johnny, let's move on to, let's move on to week eight, my friend, you know, this is uh, the last week of the regular season here. Um, I think probably the biggest game in the state of Kansas has to be Riverside and um, Mar Hill. Mar Hill returned, um, they returned to action last week after a quarantine. What's supposed to be a two-week quarantine turned into one, which was better for them. So um, definitely uh, break down this game. Yeah, I mean, first off, good for Moore Hill to be able to get back out there against St. Mary's and pick up that 37-14 win. I mean, for really the Ravens didn't have a reason to be in quarantine. They didn't have anybody on the team. It was just kind of a school-wide thing, but they were able to fight for that and get back on the field and pick up a good win over St. Mary's. But it was a game where Moore Hill, they kind of had to work at it a little harder than they probably have all season long. St. Mary's 
you know, Andrew Schwinn, the big running back from Moore Hill, the what was had been eight, seven, eight, nine yard carries where, you know, two, three, fours, they were having some, you know, 10, 14 play drives. They had to go on and they even had to have a score with about four minutes to go to get to that 21 point threshold that you need a district play. So it was a big win for Moore Hill and then Riverside. I mean, Riverside had a very disappointing performance against Nemal Central last week. They got blown out 44 to eight or 48 to eight. So, I mean, that was just a really disappointing performance for Riverside. And they just couldn't get anything going against Nemo Hall Central. And they're going to have to bounce back in a big way. Riverside was more Hills only loss a year ago, too. So you got to think the more amounts Academy is looking for a little bit, little bit of revenge as well. And, you know, for more Hill, they need to win by at least 21 points or Nemo Hall Central is going to be the district champion as well. So there is plenty to play for in this game. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Um, that's definitely that's definitely the fun part about the last week. Last part, last week of the season, you know, all those points, how much you got to win by, and all that good stuff. Um, another game that I really want to talk about is Leavenworth and Atchison. You know, that's a pretty interesting game. It was, uh, it's one of these games that was really scheduled with um, everything going on um, in our in our in our area right now. Um, talk about this game real quick. I mean, you, first of all, you got to give a ton of credit to Atchison. They've had to put together a gauntlet of a schedule this season. I mean, you look at what they've had to go through without being able to play the KCA league schedule. They've had to play Emporia. They started with Lafayette, and then they have Bonner Springs on there, Baser Linwood, Pittsburgh last week, drove all the way to Pittsburgh. And now they get Leavenworth, a class 5A team. So you got to give a lot of credit to Atchison. But, you know, the Redmen, they've been in pretty much every game this year, except for maybe the Wamigo game. They've been right there. I mean, last week against Pittsburgh, it was a 14-9 to game with only about five minutes to go. And Atchison couldn't convert on a fourth and two play. They got a yard and a half, didn't get it. And then on the next play, on the next drive for, for Pittsburgh, they had a fourth down play. They actually had a guy fumble that bounced up to him. And he was able to take it 70 yards to the house. So kind of a fluke loss there. They've had a couple of those this season. So, you know, Atchison, I think they have a little bit of confidence here heading into Leavenworth, such as two and three on the season. Well, definitely the last thing I want to talk about definitely uh, next week is um, district play. Um, I just want to talk about districts in Kansas as a whole. And I know we really haven't covered it much here on the show. Um, talk about some of these uh, scenarios and like some of these um, – Definitely some of these um, key district games and like some of these key districts heading into next week. Well, first of all, Keisha, which is the Kansas State High School Activity Association, they've, they've got to fix the way they do the playoffs in 3-2-1-A right now because, I mean, you're going to get, say in Class 2-A, you're going to get like a Nemahal Central Rossville or a Nemahal Central Silver Lake matchup in Week 2 which that could easily be possibly even a state championship type of game. So I would like to see do what, you know, 4A, 5A, 6A does where everybody gets seated and you kind of go from there. But, you know, in the most part, you look at district play, there's a ton of things on the line, district championships on the line. You look at like Moore Hill Riverside. I mean, Holton's got class three, district four locked up, but you look, there's Rock Creek, Jeff West, each with just one district loss. Sabetha, they need a win to stay in the playoffs as well. And then, you know, you go on to two-way. It's just all across the board. There's plenty to play for in that District 3. Pleasant Ridge needs a win. More amounts Academy in District 4, obviously, it has a chance to wrap, to wrap up a tie for that district. They can win by 21 against Riverside. But, you know, Riverside has a ton to play for. Right now, they're the four seed. They can have a chance to bounce up to the three if they can get a victory. So there's a ton of play to play for this week and what is the final week of the regular season. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Johnny will definitely be coming back to you more with an extensive preview of district play um, coming up next week. Um, Johnny, I want to thank you so much for coming on again on, um, you know, our resident Kansas expert here. And um, 
thank you so much for coming on and talking about Kansas football with us. Of course, man, anytime. Thank you so much, Johnny K, MSC Sports Director. Um, definitely check out all the things that we have going on here. Uh, the Week 9 pregame show is a wrap. Next pregame show that we're going to do, we're going to be in the playoffs, baby. That's what we do. We are going all in here on playoff. It is win or go home starting next week. Huge games going on. We will have all the coverage there. Definitely check out the um, Week 9 pregame show, all four segments. So, big, big, big games there. Definitely for um, the Cliff Notes podcast, I'm Clifton Grooms. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And until Week 10, good night, everybody.